Well, hi. So I'm David Skousen, and I am a colorist, among other things. I do cinematography as well. But um, yeah, for this film, um, Out of Liberty, I spent a number of hours sitting in front of a screen, and well, three screens, actually, and just uh, taking shot by shot, scene by scene, and putting color to them, and a flavor, if you will, or a nighttime, or a daytime, or a warm, or a cold look. And sometimes you'd have a shot that was greenish or yellowish or too dark or too bright. And my job is to blend those together and make them all match into the same scene or give it an overall same feel. So you're not like taken out of the movie because like, oh, what's this? Well, you accidentally, which you shouldn't as a professional, but say you did and you accidentally shot a, a daytime light setting on your camera for an indoor shot. And it, the lighting was not indoor. It was like a tungsten, you know, light bulb look. And so you, you end up with a very, very orangey image. Well, my job is to take out that orange and bring everything back to look normal. So that's, that's one, of my, one of the things I do. Okay, so Instagram has these, the, what they're called LUTs, and it's a, it's a lookup table. It's a, it's a way of telling the colors where to go in the, in the color spectrum. So if it's like, oh, I have a flesh tone, I would like your flesh tone to go extra yellow or extra teal or something funky. That's what a LUT does. Well, you can use that in a color program, but if you just plan on using that to, to fix your color, it won't fix your color. So what you do is you don't use a LUT, and you, <laughs> you use scopes, and you use dials and knobs, and you actually say, okay, this item is supposed to be black. So I have to look at my histogram, or my parade, uh, which is a, a, a kind of a scope, and you look at, and you say, are all my colors lining up where they should on this histogram? And if they are, I know I have a true black signal. Same with white, I go all the way to white. And are these aligning in the white spectrum? And if they are, I know I have a good general idea where the colors should land. So your teeth won't be yellow or pink, they'll actually be white. And the white of your eyes look proper and things start to look correct. What I usually do is I'll, I'll find the master shot or a shot that I think looks the best. A lot of colors will look at the master shot and color that and then color everything, the close-ups, the medium shots, and everything to match that master shot. So when you say master shot, you're talking about like the wide. A wide like shot, nothing. yeah. The wide shot's a good idea because it gives you an overall idea of the tones coming from all sorts of parts of the room or the, if it's not a room, you know, wherever you are, it, it says, um, where's my light coming from? What colors are coming from where? A good example of this is I just did, I was just doing a coloring for a movie where I went to the close-up first and I made it look like diamonds and rainbows. It was awesome. I was like, oh, this is beautiful. And then I looked at the wide shot and I was like, oh, crap. <laughs> I got to redo this. Because the wide shots had light coming from way down. Um, it wasn't a hallway. It was like a... It was outdoors and, and it just didn't match the close-up. The close-up, I had dark in the backgrounds and things. I'm like, oh, I should do my... I should learn my lesson and just do the wide shot first. <laughs> Great question. How did I get started? Well... I got started um, by doing my own movies, you know, since I was 12, I've been doing my own videos and stuff. But as far as coloring them, I would say, you know, since I did wedding videos, I just was, I was like, man, I, this is, I'd like to warm this up. And I would play with little features that they would, you would have. They had hardly anything in those days, like 2002, 2001. I got two VCRs by JBC. Super VHS. Okay, this is this is miles ago, and and it had a feature on it that could change the tint. I could go extra blue or extra yellow. I guess that was kind of the, the directions. 
And so I would turn the dial and turn the color extra yellow for a lot of things that I was doing. Or if it was nighttime, I'd turn it extra blue. And that's how I got discovering that manipulating the image was a great idea, <laughs> you know, after you shoot it. You can shoot it properly when you shoot it initially in your camera, which is preferred, honestly. But, you know, doing it later is fantastic. Gives you so many options. Is there such a thing, though, as like a film where it was shot so perfectly that a colorist isn't needed? When you go to Hollywood, you get people that dial in everything the correct way. Uh, in a high-budget film, you get really good cinematographers. They know their color theories, they know their color settings, and their cameras, and they dial it in, and then they tell their gaffers, their lighters, hey, light it like this, warm up the face like this, put everything in the proper place, and they do it. And, and one of my friends, uh, Walter Valpato, to, uh, to do a little name-dropping, he colored Last Jedi and Dunkirk and all these huge movies. And he said that um, when he gets these awesome cinematographers... His job is actually not too tough. He'll get it there and he'll be like, I don't know what to do. <laughs> In some scenes, he'll just be like, it just looks fine. What are we doing to this, you know? So you can do it right uh, from camera. Um, usually it requires a little bit of tweaking, but in cameras, uh, you can do it. It's, it's your camera, it's your lighting, but it's mostly knowledge. So if you can keep a consistent image, no matter what angle you're choosing while you're shooting, a good DP will know how to manipulate that how to set that up. It's word of mouth. Uh, word of mouth is the magic because I've tried, I, you know, when I first did wedding videos and, and photography, I tried the newspaper thing. I tried the flyers. I would put flyers up on, you know, go to college, like BYU, and just put my flyers everywhere. Like, yeah, you get, need a wedding video? Give me a call. I think I got one call and it wasn't even a job. It was just, they were just like, hey, blah, blah, blah. So my suggestion to the world is this. Just do a good job, people will talk. And that's how you get your work. If you want to be a good colorist, this is to anybody that wants to do that, it, it really does require a lot of hours just doing it. It's like any good writer is going to actually read a lot and write a lot, and that's how you get good at it. Coloring is not as simple as just, oh, I'm gonna, just going to throw a lot on this, like Instagram. You know, it takes a lot of time to, to really understand what in the world's going on. And, uh, but, you know, in the end, it's such a pleasure to see your final project, a uh, product, and to just enjoy that and say, hey, I did that. I, I, <laughs> it's kind of fun. It's like an art. It is art. Mm -hmm.